0: episode of Love of Pages That was the most painful 20 seconds of my life. <laughs> Trying to help out Stephen for the ending in the future.
1: You're saying that my dancing was painful? Is that what you're saying?
0: No, I'm saying it was really painful not to laugh at both you doing your dancing and Jessica who's very kindly flashing the countdown for me. <laughs> <laughs> As I'm counting down in my head and I'm like, wait, I'm off from her <laughs> So I'm like, okay, we'll just go with her counting. It's fine. I quit.
1: Welcome to podcasting, everybody. <laughs> Welcome.
0: <laughs> so we are on part two of Moonraker. Mm-hmm. James Bond. What? I would happily show you my book, except for the fact that I forgot it and another location.
1: Bing, boom, oh. There you no. go.
2: No no, 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 it's not gonna. Well, whatever. It's cool again. It's a skull. There you go. <laughs> well, like
0: the bullseye. Stevens is something else because they can't decide yeah. what to what to do <laughs> for James Bond covers. Mm-mm. But so we are in part two. Oh, housekeeping matters before we jump into it. Steven, you mm-hmm. had a matter.
1: Yeah. No, we're on part two of this podcast for this very book but this, like, way deep into the run of this very show because of the support of our Patreon supporters. We appreciate you guys, and you help us to be able to make content, um, to pay for the hosting things, and whatever else we need to make this stuff happen. Uh, if you, like anything that you've seen, and for some reason you have found yourself here but are not one of our Patreon supporters or followers, uh, you can find us over at patreon.com slash To help support what we're doing here.
0: Thank you all very much. Cheers to you. I haven't poured (laughs) it yet. Cheers. My God. (laughs) I I did not expect that. I'm going (laughs) to pour it. (laughs) I'm (laughs) 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 going to drink it from the bottle. Just grab it real quick.
2: uh, uh, No, champagne is hard to drink from the bottle.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've done it before. No doubt. doubt. But okay. So actually, I bought myself because I was like, because, like, we should do so for everybody. Our cocktail hour of the evening, for anybody who's just listening, is champagne. Because it is the most consumed beverage in the James Bond franchise, surprisingly. I know everybody knows him for his vodka martini.
1: <laughs> champagne
0: is the most consumed. Because that's how he gets the ladies. <laughs> Actually, I think that's because this is what was traditionally served in like the 50s yeah. and 60s. That's true. Um, <laughs> most instances. But. With that being said, Jessica suggested that we drink champagne tonight. And I was like, okay, great. Except for the fact that I don't want to open an entire bottle of bubbly because I'm the only person who consumes champagne in this house. (laughs) And six glasses of champagne in an evening before the champagne goes flat feels a
1: little excessive. I believe in you.
0: Ah, Easy peasy. So I opted for (laughs) a little single server guy. I have never had champagne come with, like, a twist pull. Like, it wasn't a traditional cork. Like, it had all the internal mechanisms of a cork. Except mm-hmm. that it was plastic, and you twisted it off. And it was attached to the cap.
1: Huh. And
0: I've yeah. never heard that before.
1: Weird. I feel like we already perfected the easy off kind of cork situation with the ones that are held on with a little, like, wire cage thing that you twist. Yeah. Then yeah. you push the top one. I don't even drink and I know that's superior. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so just, I kept trying to pull on the cap, like thinking it was gonna come off, and I'm like, why is this not and so and like just frustrated, like I went to ribbon, and I heard it twist, and I was like, oh. It's,
1: it's a twist, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, so
2: still tasty, but domain different. carneros. which I think I got this at our local wine shop too because we have a local wine store seller that I go to often and I bought this I think for we had people over like family over and we thought well maybe someone will want mimosas when we do breakfast and it never happened so (laughs) I just I had bubbly and I was like you know what I already have bubbly let's go ahead and do the bubbly
1: I'm drinking a fine 2020 uh, Gilbert Arizona, uh, a la Frigidaire. Um, it's 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 nice. It's got a nice bite. Hints of chlorine. Okay.
0: For those of you listening and not watching, Steven is consuming H2O. <laughs> <laughs> because he's the responsible one in the bunch. It's fine. Uh, it's okay. Hey, I have my H2O, too.
1: Oh, well, there's H2O with me when I'm drinking. <laughs> um
0: I do not have any H2O with me. I am just consuming the alcohol.
1: Your body is seven like at least 70% H2O right now. You brought it with you.
0: There we go. I like it. I like the way you think, Steven. All right. So now that we've sufficiently bubbled up, are we ready to jump into Moonraker? Absolutely. Sure. <laughs> yeah, i yeah, Hiccups from the bubbles. <laughs> yes, bubbles, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I don't drink champagne that often. <laughs> so when we last left Bond, he had just taken Hugo Drax for fifteen thousand mm-hmm. dollars in a game in the fifties. Which feels like a ridiculous amount of money. I did not do the conversion on that. I don't know if anybody did the inflation.
1: So I think it was. was like, it was also pounds. I think.
0: Yes, fifteen thousand pounds.
1: No, mm-hmm. I gotta look it up. Uh-oh. <laughs> you guys cool. continue. see. I'll find out.
0: So we open back, and Drax gives him the very ominous. It's been that quickly, Commander Bond. You we know, a true good. Bond villain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, statement. Mm-hmm. But so we open back up the next day. Bond has a raging hangover after having drugged himself and consumed an entire bottle of champagne by himself on top of several other drinks.
2: Yeah. And also the speed, too. Don't forget the speed that he poured into his champagne glass.
0: That's what I'm saying. He drugged himself. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but so he goes in to meet with M, and. It's discovered that. The same night that Bond took Drax for all that money at Blades, mm-hmm. there was a murder <laughs> at the site of the Moonraker Project. Well, technically a bar just outside the site, where one of the German scientists shot the Scotland Yard...
1: I- I have- Talon... um, Another security,
0: intelligence services officer. The intelligence services officer who had been stationed with the project. And they still had somebody undercover there posing as Drax's personal secretary. Mm -hmm. The German scientist did a murder-suicide claiming it was over the private secretary. Nobody really believes that, but they don't know Why else he would murder the guy? Everything just kind of seems odd. So they need to send somebody in who is bilingual in German, who can hold their own, and Bond is selected. So he gets special permission from the prime minister and everybody up and down the spectrum (laughs) to go pretend to be part of the intelligence services um so he arrives weird welcome kind of warm kind of cold he discovers that tillman the dead agent
1: was it tillman is that is that the name
0: yeah wow
1: it really sounds like talon in the audiobook i'm gonna be honest Wow! Let's have
0: a look at it's it. Oh, hi, it <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I can't use T dog again. But A-T. <laughs> am <laughs> I'm gonna go with agent T this time. T-
1: H- I'm okay T-dog. with T dog being the way that you refer to everyone with the T, a T name <laughs> in everything that you can't pronounce across this whole podcast. <laughs> I am fine dogs, with this. It's
0: just T dog. Everybody's T dog. So. <laughs> Agent T, I do, I like Agent T better. So Agent (laughs) T um, had found something that had concerned him the night before he was murdered. So the next day, Bond is scouting out the place, reporting back that he's got funny feelings. He's not really telling them about the funny feelings. He's like, hey, look into this for me. Look into that for me. Because something's not right. Mm-hmm. And he ends up taking a walk with Gala. Is that how I pronounce her name? How are they pronouncing her I name? I think Gala.
1: They they said her name some some weird way. I know that her
0: um, Gala.
1: Yeah, I, I I feel bad about this one. I've I I basically ignored her character in a lot of ways because oh. she's going to be important, but Bond just always like refers to her like through other ways. Yeah.
2: yeah, he hardly calls her. He calls her the girl. Yeah. The girl quite often. The girl. She is a woman, sir. Do <laughs> taekwondo or
0: something? Yeah, a woman who's going to kick your butt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they, yes. they go take a walk down to the beach, and they get and there's an attempted murder on their lives. <laughs> murder. Bye blowing up part of the cliff, because that's subtle. Um, that's what a way weird. to do it. Right? That's that's subtle. Um, and in the process of that whole day, Bond discovers that Kel, Kiel, the butler, or not the butler, the assistant. I don't know. I feel like
2: I kept on calling him Kirby, and I don't know why.
0: <laughs> I'm good with Kirby. So Kirby... <laughs> <laughs> K-Man. We'll go with K-Man. <laughs> K-Man. <laughs> K-Man um was snooping in Bond's room. Bond's pretty clear that it was on Drax's orders. Not sure mm-hmm. if that's nefarious or not, because it could just be typical Scary. of overly controlling people and their security. But the part that I find interesting at the end of the section was the the thing that he caught on to that I was like, why aren't you catching on to this? The fact that there <laughs> were only three place settings for dinner.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Like, I don't know. The fact that everybody was significantly surprised that he walked through the door. Like, just, geez, James Bond, I think these people are trying to actively kill you. Like, <laughs> <it> <laughs> I just
0: practices in on it. And like, instead,
2: it's just like, hmm, that's weird. Dinner was only set for three. What could
0: that mean? Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> just like mm, dude what <laughs> i definitely feel like how i felt in certain parts of the harry potter series where i'm like my protagonist is so oblivious and i don't understand why <laughs> yeah, I, there, part- there is a huge thing
2: that i always notice anytime i'm reading i think it's the fifth book of harry potter when he goes and uses like the powder to talk to sirius or whatever and sirius had given him a two-way mirror to use like, nothing bad would have happened if freaking Harry Potter just used that freaking thing that he just got from Sirius. Yep. Sorry, it
0: drives me nuts. Every time, yep. every time I read it, I'm like, what, you idiot, you idiot. Why aren't oh, you using the tools provided to you? Uh, that's an entire other show. Sorry, uh, Never mind. I'm sorry, tangent <laughs> done. <laughs> oh, mostly done. But yes, so that's kind of the broad brush strokes of what occurred in this section. There's a lot of talk about science about the the fact that all of the 50, now 49 scientists have mustaches for Um, some reason. They,
1: they have, uh, they all have mustaches. Um, There's the part where they just immediately throw the one guy under the bus um, the guy who was snooping, like everyone is just like, mm, yeah, no, must have been him, mm hmm mm mm-hmm. yeah, and it was just way too easy
0: it really, I, I, yeah. no, I
1: these damn names, I'm giving up on these names right now,
0: okay, did you figure out the conversion? What's fifteen thousand pounds in nineteen fifty okay.
1: so i didn't I didn't go, just stop at fifteen thousand pounds in nineteen fifty uh in today money, in dollars. That would be and and, er, six hundred and seventy-two thousand dollars and six six hundred and seventy hundred seventy-two thousand
0: five hundred fifty-five dollars. I mean, adjusted,
1: adjusted for inflation and converted to dollars.
0: I oh. I would enjoy those funds. I could the <laughs> crap out of those funds. I need to start gambling
2: and cheating at it.
1: <laughs> In the it, 50s. I also
0: see why Drax was so pissed.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was. It wasn't a little about amount of money. Uh, there was one part in this book, or this section of the book, where I was like, you know what? Maybe this is just how Bond describes all people forever, and I shouldn't necessarily be offended when he has this like his shitty like male gaze moments for women. Because the way that he describes Drax in their like second time together, where he's like, "No, this this is a man's man," like, mm. Mm. like I, he was feeling that guy. <laughs> I, I was, I was taken aback for a moment. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, but
0: I definitely think Bond like hypersexualizes everybody and everything. I, All and the-,
2: and the mole on her right breast was said way too many times <laughs> Just, she's been described as having a mole on her right breast a lady I, with a mole on her right breast that virginal lady with a mole on her right be- I'm like what the fuck?
1: there there was a lot there, there was a part yeah. I was walking around the house trying to like um still listen to the audiobook while doing a few chores and stuff it didn't have a bluetooth headphone in for this part um And then it got to the point where he was just describing her. And I was like, you know what? Nope. Nope. No one needs to hear me listen to this right now. Mm
0: -mm." (laughs) No one needs to hear me listen to this garbage. Yeah. No, it's. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. (laughs) 57 written by a white male. Like. Yeah. Also, I, I,
1: I very much stand by the idea that if they had already started making these movies and everything... Um, the author Ian Fleming was very much living syrup, like living vicariously through James Bond, and hoping that if these took off and were popular and continued to be popular, he would get offered all of these foods and different things that James (laughs) Bond clearly loved. He's he's doing the Adam Sandler Netflix movie thing.
0: Definitely, definitely. (laughs) Oh yeah, but yeah, no. So, but it was interesting. So, Stephen, you made a comment before we started about having a couple of questions about this section.
1: Mhm. What were they? Which which, which which section is that? This that, part. Well, okay, so one, one of those was definitely the part where like with his um his love of Drax the second time. Okay. Um <laughs> I'm really wondering if, if the mustache thing And the allegiance stuff seems to be tied together where they're like, no, yeah, those guys are like super freaking German. That's why they've got their weirdy mustaches. Uh, And I really did wonder how this had gotten adapted into the movie. How was the, the mountain falling on them part? How was the scene where they just get into their skivvies and then are naked afterwards because a mountain fell on them?
0: Yeah, so I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> so part of the problem is is that m- while Moonraker the book is deemed one of the better books, Moonraker the movie is a contender for the worst James Bond movie.
1: Really, and this is the introduction. And, uh, sorry, future spoilers for a movie from decades ago. This is the introduction of Jaws. Yes, and it's a bad one. Yes. It's not
0: the
2: introduction. No, he's in one before it. yeah.
1: Is he? Because
2: this is the last one that Jaws is in. Yeah, I think Jaws is in at least two. He's in one before it where he's just bad the whole time. And in Moonraker, I barely remember that Jaws ends up helping in the end.
0: Yeah. Because Jaws fell in love.
2: Yeah, he fell in love with like a tiny little Dutch woman. (laughs) Like blonde braids. like
0: just so
2: interesting. That's so like, yeah. all I remember, though, about the movie is Jaws helping Bond. I feel like, is it the one where they go into space? Don't they, like, go into space? I think so. I think okay. it's
0: the one that takes place, like, on a spaceship.
2: Yeah, like, at the end. Like, that's what the Moonraker yeah. is. Spoiler. Sorry. But, like, yeah. Sorry. it's not a rocket. It's spaceship to, to a spaceport.
1: But that. One of the Somehow rom-
2: sneakily, it just—it was one of the movies that made no sense too. Because you're just like in this book
0: too. You're just like, <laughs> <laughs> like there's a ton more women in the movie than in the book. Oh, really? Really? So for <laughs> one, the movie was produced in 1979. Is when it came out.
1: That's where there's more women. That's they- like a hallmark of 70s films.
0: Exactly, so there's more yeah. women, because I think, the he- if I'm remembering correctly, the head scientist is a woman.
1: Really? I yeah. I think
0: so. And the Moonraker isn't a rocket, it's a spaceship, because while in 1957, when the book was written, mm-hmm. rockets would have been the elite. Like
1: mm-hmm. It's a big deal.
0: It's a big, big deal. deal. By 79, eh, we have rockets. Like you yeah
1: rocket's Rock been known,
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> and like I keep getting hung up on the fact that Drax is described as a redhead because he is not a redhead in the movie that much, yeah I,
1: I just saw that and right he's now not he's not he's like hard yeah he he's got like a widow like he's got like this like cool widow's peak hairline with like brown hair and like cool facial hair and stuff, yep. It's weird, he's like-, like he got beat up, like he sounded like what what's that um the kid from that movie was it mask <laughs> <laughs> from the eighties was the guy with like the long face with the red hair on top. Oh.
2: <laughs> I, I think that was Mask. Like, yeah, with um with Cher.
1: I don't know there was if his that's his mom in it. Really?
2: I'm most positive. It was oh Cher. God. It was one of her acting roles. That one in like what was it, Moonlight or something like that? I feel like it was Cher
1: and Mask. This is the character from that movie, Elizabeth. <laughs> Sorry for everyone who's just an audio listener.
0: I mean, okay, not right, great. Yeah, right. yeah
1: that, but <laughs> it, it's, it's
2: based off of a real disease, elephant elephantitis, something
0: like that. Uh-oh. Yeah.
1: Uh oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Elephantitis. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, in the movie, he's not really disfigured at all. There really isn't anything about this whole mustache thing that I remember.
1: Hmm. I, so that comes to nothing then.
0: Like, <laughs> just, well, I think in the book, the mustache thing is probably a form of escape plan disguise. Would be my guess. Because mm. you could just shave off the mustache and then you don't look like the same person anymore. Like, think about how many people shave off facial hair, and you're like, who are you?
1: Yeah. I did have a big question for that part. Like I shouldn't say a big question. I I found it odd that the guy was like, well, this is what I chose to do. When James Bond's like, well, why not a jumper with a number? All he had to say was like, yeah, they can change jumpers. They could trade jumpers if they wanted to. They can't Mm -hmm. trade facial hair. Why was it that he chose to say, this is what I chose to do?
0: Because (laughs) he's a narcissist.
1: I mean, that part I agree with. I just didn't feel like moved anything forward for me understanding the character
0: I think the whole point is for it to be so blatantly a dismissal and lie mm-hmm. that it builds it up to something important like ah, mm. clearly the mustaches mean something if he's not willing to like give a real yeah. explanation
1: yeah. okay I'll accept that also the the guy's name it was like Kreb? Kreb is that the name of the guy who was yeah. digging Crab. around?
0: So I think Krebs' character gets replaced by Jaws in the movie.
1: Interesting. Okay, okay.
0: I don't know if Krebs going to have the girlfriend that Jaws has in the movie. Because yes, that's like the, <laughs> big, that's, that's the big thing about this movie for the Bond <laughs> franchise is that Jaws becomes... So Jaws is Jaws because he's got Derling he's Silver, he's
1: Iron,
2: tall, but- he has like iron something ch- teeth, and He's he got can chompers. He, so yeah,
1: he-, he can bite through steel. Yeah. yeah. See, I that that was never how that works at all. <laughs> oh no, it's not like it's not, it's like, not, it's like, not the it's, strength of the bitey's the, the the chompers <laughs> that does it. It's the strength of the pushing force for the jaws. <laughs>
0: And
2: I mean,
0: it's what he could do. Josh has metal teeth. He bites to feel <laughs> things. He ends up with a girlfriend, which makes him turn his life around, and he ends up helping Bond save the world in the like last minute. Mm-hmm. Like that's how this goes down in the movies. I don't think that's how this goes down in this
1: book. I do not Probably look forward not. to this movie. You guys have both said that apparently we're watching this after we finish reading it, and I don't want that. I, well, I we're, just, gonna, I, I we're
2: gonna do it and you're gonna have a fun time. Because although mm-hmm. it's weird, it still is a fun time to watch.
0: <laughs> I didn't it's help. kind of like watching a train wreck. Yeah. I think but that's how you feel about it. Like, I like James Bond movies, and Roger Moore's actually a really good James Bond. Mm-hmm. He's not one of my favorites, but he's you know, definitely not the worst. Yeah. Um, but I think, I mean, because it really is of its time. Yes. It's definitely going to be like watching a train wreck. <laughs>
1: yeah. I feel like now at this point, um, and this, this isn't even just a commentary about this book or anything, but going back to watch all James Bond stuff is like going to watch Austin Powers where they weren't aware. That's all it is.
0: Yeah. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Only worse because Austin Powers, you can at least like be like, oh well it was a comedy. It was supposed to be. Austin Powers is intentionally pointing these things out. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. James Bond is very serious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so again, a lot of the James you, Bond stuff doesn't age well mm-mm. at all. At all. But Moonraker, the book so far, at least for me, has definitely been better than the movie was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I don't dislike it as my first Bond book. Uh, and realistically, one of my first Bond experiences ever because I've seen all of two movies. It's not it's not awful. I, I do like the idea of it being the time capsule that it is where they talk about the fact there's going to be quote unquote television screens um, as part of the surveillance and everything. Like it's the high tech stuff. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's interesting to go back to. I can almost read it like how I read like a classic pulpy sci fi <laughs> novel.
0: Yeah, sure enough. Just how do you feel about it? But she's on
1: her sixth glass of this. For anyone who's I'm just not, I'm right on now. my second
0: glass
2: Yeah. <laughs> and they're small. Like champagne glasses are small. Anyway,
0: <laughs> they fit 187 milliliters. Uh, yeah.
2: Uh huh. Um. Honestly, I'm skimming through this. <laughs> you're you're doing it. I, I cannot focus on it. I have no idea what it is. I don't know if it's his voice or what, but I'm I find myself skimming through it and then having to like go back to be like, wait, what what's happening? Like during mm-hmm. the whole explosion scene, I was really like I thought honest- he was like saying he was climaxing. Like I was just like, what the <laughs> f- happening? I was literally like, what's going on? And oh
1: no, an actual explosion. <laughs> it it did take me a second during that part. So you're listening to the audiobook, Jess?
2: No, I'm reading it on my Kindle. And that does, and that's why well, I, said- I prefer okay. paper. I'm reading it on my Kindle. So I just I don't know if there's something about me reading it on my kindle that's different than holding a book but i just i find myself never being able to focus on kindle books so but i feel like there is an issue with the voice in it and it's just like i get what it was it was like a weird transition and there's a lot of weird transitions but like she's talking and she's like i'm in the secret service and he's like the secret service the secret service and then the bomb went off and then did something and i'm like what the hell is with all these metaphors what is happening
0: I do think, like, in that scene, like, that's supposed to be the way it is. Like, I think it's supposed to be that kind of jarring confusion. Like, what just happened? I know, but it's an interesting way to
2: be like, oh, it's confusing because nobody knows what's going on right now because an explosion just went off above their faces. Oh, okay. I got it. But I was still like, wait, what? And it just didn't help that I was like, okay. They're swimming and they're half naked, and he's trying to sneak kisses <laughs> onto her, and she's getting pissed, but she's also kind of excited like, just uh, like. and then boom. And I'm like, What happened? <laughs>
1: I, the, I, I, during the scene where the explosion happens, I did feel like, Wow, this, this happened really suddenly. And after the fact, I thought, Oh, no, no, it's that way because it's that way, it is so sudden. Um, yeah. but. About the kiss part, did anyone else just imagine him like he's like shoo 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 because the way that she describes he's very far away. She like yeah. in her voice, she said I forget what the word was, but she used a specific word that made it sound like he was quite far away. And then it's suddenly yards or something. Yeah. yeah, like it seemed At
0: first she didn't know where he was because he was completely underwater. And then all of a sudden <laughs> he like pops up like Right here. Hello. Yeah. Huh. He, he, her dives off like a dolphin. Yeah.
1: That's <laughs> it, it was like a free willy situation. Like he was like smooches.
0: <laughs> like this is literally the motion I kept seeing in my head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I That's what I wanted to. I wanted to see if you guys also felt like in your imagination was- he was a dolphin.
0: <laughs> yes. yes. I'm glad you did. Absolutely. Yep. That's, that's definitely a- the the, like, impression you're supposed to get. is like, he's (laughs) He's so fast. fast. I am super annoyed by the fact that she hasn't mentioned the Black Book to Bond.
1: What's the Black Book?
0: So so we find out that she's created a peephole in the door. Uh, Yes. Her office in Drax. And she does all these calibrations for the wind and the weather and she puts them up and he's like, and then he always double checks them and puts them in this little black book. And she talks about like, you know, looking at her fingers being like, Hmm, can I lift it? Which I'm like, okay, yeah. Like try and lift the black book, find out what's in it. But then I'm like, Ben Bond lays all these suspicions out for you that maybe Drax is involved somewhere. And you don't think to go, Oh yeah. And he's also like, rechecking all my weather stuff but not correcting anything just writing it in his little black book
1: Mm -hmm. well she's she's also she's also suspicious of him too she's like ah yes no i assume they were checking my room so i didn't talk to him about the guy digging through my room or anything like tell the other guy who's in here who's replacing a person who was killed who's clearly investigating the things
0: right i'm just like i'm like why have you not put together that the black book matters like i'm sorry anybody who keeps a black book that is not seen by anybody else like <laughs> something shady's going up like maybe it's a shady, maybe it's a bad shady you don't know though it's definitely shady
1: mhm no I, like, I, there's a no lot but
0: i okay I, I was just saying you don't keep private information that's not somehow shady
1: yeah I, I have questions, and it also makes me wonder about all these Bond fans out there if this is the quality of the writing.
0: Most Bond fans aren't fans of the books. Yeah. Most Bond fans have never read
1: books. Read the books. Damn, damn. <laughs> cool. That's put put that on, on the dust Most jacket. Most Bond fans
0: have pocket. never read books. Ooh, <laughs> read dang. <laughs> that's the part that's going to go viral, isn't it? <laughs> <Shade>. <laughs> Thank you. Why I can't drink on an empty stomach, people.
2: <laughs> we told you to eat. We told you to eat. Your Hufflepuff <laughs> told the Slytherin that she needs to eat her food.
1: <laughs> it's two Hufflepuffs. I
2: know. Got yeah, two Hufflepuffs. Sorry. <laughs> the Hufflepuffs.
1: <laughs> it's
0: fine. It's fine. I just missed an article. It's fine.
1: but no all all in all i'm still enjoying the experience like i'm not mad that i'm having to listen to this book in any way shape or form
0: that's good at least watch out for
1: my pick later coming for you
0: it is it is so any predictions on the last third how is bond gonna save the day what's the overall plan
1: He's, he's going to Steve Rogers this whole thing. He's on the rocket and he steers it astray because they, they've clearly done some things where they've talked about ways to disable it. Um, mm. I think the fin things are important in some way, shape, or form. I, I think it doesn't have the fins. The fins 100% melt off. <laughs> okay.
0: <coughs> so, what do you That's think the goal of the bad guys are? Like, what are they actually going to try and do with the rocket?
1: I don't know because you guys have put some stuff out there for the movie where apparently there's like a space station. Or I don't something. even.
2: I don't even remember what was so bad about the space station. I just remember, oh, now we're on a space station.
1: It's a James Bond villain. They clearly have know. like a like, they, they have a cannon, a laser cannon that's going uh, to cut a portion of the planet out.
2: I tell you, all the old James Bond films. I don't think I know half of them. Like exactly why the bad guy was a bad guy. Like what was so bad about them like the newer ones like the pierce Brosnan ones it was very obvious this guy is trying to turn a satellite into like a little magnifying glass to kill all the ants and we are the ants like that was obvious
1: <laughs> but, like, is that yeah. is that really one of the plots
2: yes it is and i love it it's like what is it that one's uh not the world's it? not was the one it was the last pierce Brosnan one it was die another day yes. the one with madonna on it yeah. That one was he he turned a satellite into a reflective mirror
0: to like burn a light. It's it's very intense. Basically it was, it was the ne- it was the next massive weapon cuz you could laser point and like blow up a city or even yeah. just like, a city square block that you needed to. And
2: it was not even, like that weird a concept cuz it's half at the equator. Yeah. And, and Greeks yeah, tried to do that on ships yeah. too. They would put like a bunch of mirrors yes. and try to burn a ship from afar. Like it,
1: it's... I don't understand insane. why. Why is James Bond seen as being so masculine? This is all the same stuff as anime. Like you got you got <laughs> big booby ladies everywhere. Weird stuff where a bad guy is very obvious about everything that they're doing, and then like so someone has metal teeth. That's anime, guys. That's <laughs> anime. That's not even the weirdest one.
0: Yeah, no, that's definitely not the weirdest. There's
2: the one. little guy with the hat that, for whatever yeah. reason, can oh, yeah. cut it's, through it's, everything.
0: Silver it's so like, yeah, you know, it's like a silver hat, like, people's heads off.
2: There's this the guy with the golden, golden gun, in which you just get hit by the golden gun and you're dead. It doesn't matter where you get hit by it, you're dead. That's never freaking explained, by the way.
0: Or there's Goldfinger <laughs> who just paints everybody gold when he kills them.
2: Yeah. Goldfinger, which is, like, the best freaking Bond theme ever.
1: This is all anime. I, like, everything yeah. you have said only makes this further yeah. sound like anime.
2: Like, it's, not only that, there's a lot of talking before he, the fight scenes, too, done.
1: just like anime. So, <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, you would love Bond films. Nope, I don't watch all the Big Booby Lady animes. And this is... Okay.
2: Like, to be fair, it's the older ones that are all the big booby ladies, the later on ones that the ladies do have jobs and they are smart and they're snarky and sarcastic occasionally, but they do end up having sex with Bob. And sometimes they're like, the villain. Yeah, <laughs> and sometimes they're
0: the villain. Yeah. Well, we're feeling I, very equality.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I want to be clear. Uh, I, nothing wrong with uh, being a big booby lady. You do yeah. you. Nothing wrong with that inherently. It's the way that the people are portrayed and sexualized and present only for sexualization in the stories.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna go with the big booby lady. <laughs> <The boobie> lady. <laughs> I mean, uh, at yeah. least
2: at least these ones move realistically, whereas the animal anime ones like just are like made of jello. <laughs> <laughs> <And> just,
0: <laughs> just like I can do a somersault and they never move.
1: I, that happens in real life to some people. <laughs> <That's> false. <laughs> um, no, I mean people with bad implants.
0: <laughs> even then, gravity takes over.
2: There's a little bit of give. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah. No. So, thank you for having brought this one up, though, because the, the Bond book is fun.
0: Oh, good. Good. So, yeah. No, I, however, predict that they're trying to blow up the Hague. Okay. Okay. I think that's the purpose of the weather movement. Is that they're not actually going to calibrate it to hit the sea? They want to calibrate it to hit the Netherlands. Yeah. And start a world war.
1: Yeah. I'll be Probably. curious. Now, do do you think this is actually this man's face, or is he someone else entirely? And no, he takes think, it off the mask.
0: I think it's his face. I think uh-huh. the facial hair is an attempt to disguise because I think if you were to shave his face, he would be recognizable.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. I agree with that one. So,
0: so. all right. Any other last thoughts, considerations?
1: Mm-mm. On right? rightly. Jess is on her seventh glass of champagne oh right now. Oh my god, it's the second For you audio one. listeners, she just poured another. I did not! Don't you lie,
2: I poured one. <laughs> through this podcast, I did pour another. It's my second one. This will be my last one.
1: She's flipping me off right now. I am not! Oh my god!
0: <laughs> you do realize the more you protest, the more he's just gonna... <laughs> feeding the cycle I know, I know. I know. <laughs> this is the Slytherin informing the Hufflepuff of how this works <laughs> but alright <sighs> even where can people find you to discuss big booby ladies in anime
1: oh God. Uh, you can find me all across the internet on all different forms of social media as Peppermint Gentleman you can also find me on my website www.peppermintgentleman.com
0: and Jessica, where can people find you to commiserate about the, pli- the plights of Hufflepuffs? You can find me on Twitter as J.M. Bailey Writes. And you can find me with the rest of Geek Media at Geek Media. Facebook page forward slash Geek Media. And our website, geekalitemedia.com. <laughs> i really hard because I haven't eaten anything. Archived <laughs> five episodes of this podcast and other podcasts are on geekyleatmedia.com or your favorite podcatcher please rate, review, and subscribe to us so other people can find us as Steven said at the top of the hour please join us on our Patreon if you have anything that you can give to help us keep going and keep this podcast running but until next time this is the love of pages reminding you to keep turning those pages and always remember to geek out geek out